0: Afternoon. Good.
1: I think one of the things that got uh, maybe not enough attention on yesterday was your run defense. One of the things you wanted to work on was getting back to really stopping them. How pleased were you with holding the Vikings to just forty-three one yards on the ground?
0: I, mean, I think the results were good. They may have gotten away from it a little bit and probably got a little pass happy, so that helped out too. But anytime you have 41 yards, it's a good start. Thomas is there any update with his condition? No update. He's not any worse than he was. He's actually a little better, but we'll take it day by day with him. Was there a specific thing that, that caused him to, to, to not go back in, or was it
1: just more of a cautionary thing with, with how he was I just said he
0: felt a little tight, so we kept him out. Did he undergo an MRI, though? Yeah, he's good.
1: Defensively, uh, obviously a lot of things went right there. In terms of sound tackling, I if nice you thought that was different or you thought that was an area of improvement in terms of just making the tackles when they were supposed to on Sunday
0: for the most part I thought the open field tackling was very good especially by the linebackers um, obviously at Winfield as well so for the week we increased it better in the today than we did in the preseason we got better up until the first game I thought it was good it can be better but it was solid overall
1: you know, uh, you know Winfield has 10sacks in his career already. And- a lot of that, you know, you dial those up right. you try to pick the right situations. But there's a certain skill in avoiding the blocker and getting the guy on the ground. What is it about Antoine that enables him to, to be a good blitzer?
0: He has a knack. You know, he, has a, he can set up blockers and go under, go around. He knows when they're off balance, when they go over top of them. He has a good feel. He, I think he does a lot of film study on who's blocking them and how they're trying to block them. And you got to have a feel for that. You know, there's a lot of people that blitz and run right into the guy. He does not, he has a knack for getting free every time.
1: It wasn't the, the start that the offense had, had hoped for in that game. And, and Baker even talked about it not being pretty. But can you just speak to his mental makeup uh, to be able to kind of put that start, you know, behind him and, and go out there and, and throw two touchdowns and then lead another drive that resulted in a 57 yard field goal?
0: Well, Baker's tough. We knew it was going to be a tough game going in, so that wasn't a problem. Florida's a good D.C., they had some wrinkles for us in the first half that were pretty good for us, and we got off to a shaky start. But we settled in. Nobody flinched, and Baker's toughness, obviously by the way he played, the throws that he threw away and didn't turn over were just as impressive as the ones he completed.
1: Play against a mobile quarterback this week with fields, how important is it going to be? How key is it to, to keep him in the pocket and throw him versus letting the
0: escape? Yeah. Everyone's tried. <laughs> Everybody's tried. He's probably faster than everybody we have in the front seven. So, you know, it's going to be a team effort. We're going to have to rally to him. And they have other guys he can get the ball to. But you say you want to keep him in the pocket and contain him. But if your D-line runs a 4-9 and he runs a 4-4, it's going to be a problem at some point. So... We just got to make sure we have enough eyes on him that we can go get him. You had mentioned
1: the other day, describing Baker in one of the interviews that you did with uh, Sirius Radio, his guy will stick his face in a fan. Kind of just describe what that's about.
0: He's a quarterback with an offensive lineman mentality. Now, you don't want your quarterback doing it too much, but you know he'll make the yards when he has to make the yards when the game is on the line. He plays very smart. That doesn't mean he's a renegade by any means. It, it just means that... He's willing to go the extra mile to put his face in the fan when the situation calls for it, and hopefully he doesn't have to do that too much where he can get banged up. But offensive linemen feed off of that, and then he becomes one of them, and you know it's, it's a rallying cry for the offense.
1: You said you know when you signed him, what he was all about. You did a lot, of, you know, a lot of research with him coming out of the draft. But is there anything you've learned from him just seeing him now in in game action in a real game, playing for a full 60 minutes?
0: Obviously, just his resiliency. You know, he was younger back when we first met. So over the years, you have some ups and downs and trials and tribulations, and he's worked through them. And he's in a great space, and we're happy to have him. He's very smart. Uh, I didn't know he was as smart because I never coached him that much, but just getting us in and out of plays and understanding situations, he's been great.
1: Rashad White said that he was actually able to pick up on hand signals that the defense was was giving. Is that something that you didn't realize that he was quick with that?
0: Well, Rashad might have caught one signal, I think. They just played well and they got used to seeing certain things. I don't think we picked up on too many things. It kind of got a little over-exaggerated.
1: What about the offensive line? <clears throat> that was a hostile environment. This is pretty much a new offensive line. How do you think they did in that first
0: game? And you know, I have a false start was impressive starting off with it. Um, Again, they got some big guys, and they put some fronts up there that we had to adjust to. I thought it was tough yards, but I thought everybody had a hat on a hat. We can beat better, but we were better in that game in that place. And you know, I was I was pleased with them.
1: You had a lot of rushing attempts, and that was good. You, know, you didn't run very well on average. Are you still waiting to see if Rashad is going to be right that guy that running back one is the jury still kind of out on him? He's had one 100-yard game so far in his career. Is that coming or is
0: it just still an unknown reason? I think it's coming. I mean, we're still high on him. We believe in Rashad 100%. Again, they were stacking the line with an extra guy that we couldn't block most of the time, and that made it tough sledding for us, but we hung with it and we got the tough yards. Rashad getting the tough yards says a lot within itself. You know, we'll have games where he breaks out, hopefully, and goes from there, but the confidence is high.
1: Running. Obviously, Justin Fields is a big part of the Bears' rushing attack with what he can do with the scrambles and some of his quarterback design runs, but they've got a little bit of a three-headed monster running back with Herbert and Foreman, who you were familiar with from last year, and now Rashawn Johnson from Texas. What, what do, you, do you see from those three backs on film that, that gives you some, some
0: concern? The biggest thing is all three of them can break tackles. You know, They're not just bruiser runners. They have Great agility, they all can block on third down and pass block. They can catch the ball out of the backfield, and they're very stout in protection. So depending on which one is in there, it ain't going to make much of a difference. They keep them all fresh, but we got to make sure we rally to the ball. Where
1: are you hoping to see the biggest growth from week one to week two?
0: Just more consistency in all three phases. I mean, we want a gutsy game. we got to play better in a lot of areas. Obviously, the first game, you're getting the jitters out. As we get into the season early on, we should start getting better at a lot of things each week. I
1: know Baker and his targets were like over 2 early on in the game with that deep ball on the pass attempts to Coe and then the one to Mike. But that, that 28-yard touchdown pass uh, with him and Mike, like what, what did that kind of do for the offense? What can that do for the offense going forward, being able to hit one of those deep
0: shots? Well, in a tough game like that, obviously him and Mike have a connection. They've made a great call. Uh, Mike ran a great route. We caught him in the right coverage. And... You know, they made a heck of a play going forward. It's not as how many deep balls as we hit, it's how consistent we are as an offense. You know, if the deep balls will come, you're going to have some overthrows here and there, but we're confident that we'll get some balls down the field.
1: Coach Wilson, talking about your offensive line again, Tristan Wurst was saying that Robert Haynesy was going to be the key piece in the communication because it was so loud. Um, What did you think about Hainsey's performance in particular and how he can build on that week one performance in such a tough environment
0: going forward? Communication-wise, he did a heck of a job. He's probably one of our smartest guys down there. Uh, He got us in the right situations from a protection standpoint. Uh, He gets up on the backers very well. He's kind of the key cog from a communication standpoint down there that makes everybody else go, including himself. So he's going to be huge for us.
1: You see Antoine's performance week one, and then as well as former Buck Jordan Whitehead. How much pride does it give you to see guys, not just the ones that are still in the building, but all around the league that you've had a hand on, you know, coaching, kind of coaching them throughout
0: the years. I was very happy for Jordan. You know, Jordan, I joke with him all the time. He can't catch you when he got three picks, and you know, I, I couldn't have been prouder for him. He, he's a great young man. He's a great player, and I wish him nothing but the best. Okay. Yeah.